what's better? Is it focusing on organic content or focusing on running ads to promote my content? And my answer is always, you should do both because one is gonna feed the other one. The organic side of the content, it's obviously going to give you the best idea to what content should be promoted, what content should be running ads with in order to get the result that you're trying to get. Brando, hey, 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 let me tell you the truth. It's not about who you know, but who knows you. Brando, it's your story. You can rewrite it if you so choose. It's your life. You decide those moves. Brando, you want to talk about getting the bag. He built a seven-figure brand from scratch. Brando, it's the Brando Podcast, but you already know. Enough talking, bro. Let's start the show. Brando. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Brand Up Podcast. Before we jump into the actual episode, if you're enjoying the topics and strategies that you're listening here on the show, I wanted to share with you that I just opened up a few applications for the Brand Up Accelerator program. So if you're looking to take your brand to the next level, or if you're struggling to separate your personal brand from your business, or maybe you're trying to integrate it in your business and get more exposure, or if you're simply just searching for effective ways to build an actual client acquisition system, this accelerator is perfect for authors, business owners, and coaches and online entrepreneurs. So head over to www.brandupaccelerator.com to learn more and apply now. And now let's go back to the episode. One of my most engaged posts on Instagram, believe it or not, it's a carousel where I actually explain a simple nine-step process on how to use IG to sell services. So this specifically caters to either online coaches, online entrepreneurs, people that sell some type of service or a coaching program or a course, and it's sold online, right? And the reason that I mentioned Instagram is, in my opinion, the best platform, the best channel to sell one of these services is the following. So we have these, again, it's a nine-step process, so bear with me, and I'm gonna link in the show notes below also the carousel, and also the PDF that you can download. Because once I'm going through all of these examples, you're probably gonna want to see a little bit of a visual thing connected to this audio episode, right? So number one, we have the Instagram feed, right? And the feed, in my opinion, it's the best way to build your expertise and also to get the most amount of reach. How? So at first is posting either Reels. In 2022, I think between 2020 and 2022, Instagram Reels was one of the fastest ways and the best ways to kind of get organic reach because Instagram was pushing really hard, short form, vertical video format as Reels. They said recently that they're gonna start pushing again photos in 2023. Now, at the end of the day, we don't really know how much to what percentage they're switching their focus. At the end of the day, in my opinion, it's still best to do both carousels, even standalone photo posts and reels. And how do you test? Well, at the end of a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day period, you pretty much look and see what type of post got you the most amount of views, what type of post got you the most amount of saves, what type of post got you the most amount of comments, right? And then you do a little bit of a combination between all of them, and then you come up with that. So for example, on my Instagram, one of my most engaged posts is the one that I share 
how to use Instagram to sell services and why Instagram is the best platform. So it's literally the same nine-step process that I'm sharing with you guys here on the podcast in carousel format, right? So the way you build your expertise and, you know, the, the fact that you are going to be seen as an expert on Instagram is by posting how-to informational and educational content if you are within that niche, right? Now, if you are in the entertaining niche or if you do some type of comedy, like stand-up comedy or skits or things like that, of course, you're not going to post as much of how-to content. But this episode is particularly for people that actually teach something or their audience needs some type of demonstration, explanation, any kind of um, video format Q&A style where a customer would have a potential question and then you might have the answer for that. Therefore, you take a one minute to you know two minute time and answer that question in video format and then you just transform those into reels, carousels, and then you post them onto your Instagram feed. So that's how you build your expertise. And of course, you can play with trends time to time. You can play with remixes from time to time. Actually, one of my best organic reached post were some remixes it's so my account is focused mainly on marketing personal branding things like that but the reels that i did a remix with were more in the motivation space so for some reason they just (laughs) kind of went above the regular amount of views that i was getting on my feed but i don't overdo them because i don't want to turn my instagram into a motivational team page because remixes are just remixes right like the people don't come necessarily there for you but the views if people are watching that video then they're going to be shown more of your content so if they keep watching then they'll like the algorithm knows oh this person it's continue kind of watching this content let's show them more right but if they don't watch and they skip it of course, at that point in time, they're not going to see your content. And if they don't engage with it, they're not going to see your content anymore, right? So that's number one. So feed you build, feed is the place where you build your expertise with this type of content. Step two is you have IG stories. And in stories, you just build the connection with your followers. So I'm not necessarily talking about just kind of mini vlogs in your story, but you can share a little bit of behind the scenes in your life because at the end of the day we connect with other people that have similar interests so for example if i yes i'm in the business marketing investing space but if i see a story from a guy that i follow for business advice but if i see a story from from the same person when he's working out I'm not going to skip that because I love working out too. Like I work out seven days a week. So we have similar interests, right? So that's why the stories are really great to build a connection with followers that might have similar interests to you. So for example, in my case, I share stories when I work out. I share stories behind the scenes in my business. I share stories when I walk my dog. I share stories when I do a podcast, maybe spending time with my wife, things like that. Like we both go on, on stories and kind of cross promote on each other's audiences. So use IG stories to connect with the people that already follow you. The stories are not for attracting followers. The stories are there to connect with the current followers. Then we have three, which is IG story stickers. And I try to do this as much as possible. 
So the way that you use this, the, the stickers is for answering Q&A, but don't just put a sticker and say, ask me anything, because at first, you know, people are gonna be reluctant to ask you a question because you, ideally you wanna demonstrate some type of expertise in stories, at least in three to five stories, you share some type of expertise and then you post a sticker where at first you don't even, you shouldn't necessarily just ask people to ask you a random question, right? You just, you might, you may start with some polls and then once you made people engage in some, some of the polls, then at the end of the three polls, maybe you do an Instagram story sticker where people can ask you a question referring to the topic that you just shared your expertise on. Right? So that's number three. Number four, we got Instagram bio. And in my opinion, Instagram bio can be literally used as a mini sales page. So it's very important to not forget the fact that, you know, in the bio, I can't remember exactly, I think it's 180 characters, if I'm not wrong, as a limit, but you should make it as simple as possible for people to understand within the first two seconds of what do you do exactly, right? Who is this for? Like, you know, I help who doing what? So for example, if I go to uh, my account this point in time, I say, I help authors and online entrepreneurs build an unstoppable brand that conquers sales on autopilot. And then I also have the brand up podcast in there because it's um, very connected with the offer that I have on Instagram. But if my podcast would be something in the fitness space, obviously I wouldn't put it in there because it wouldn't make sense. And then I also have a call to action in there that says DM me to start monetizing now. So the bio, again, it's a mini sales page with a few words, with a few sentences, you can convince somebody that your content in your account is for them or just push them away. So you need to really keep it simple. And my formula is in the first sentence, people should know who is this for. In the second and possibly the third sentence, people should know what do you help them with. And then of course, you can use the other, like in, in this case, I uh, placed my brand up podcast in the bio because I did a relaunch and I want as many eyeballs as possible on the show. But before I also had a goal. So I started this brand new account on Instagram and I said zero to 5,000 followers in four months or something like that. So that was a goal that people were looking up to see if I can uh, achieve it. And I'm uh, 140 followers away from 5,000. So, and this was a brand new account just launched a few months ago, right? So use the bio as a sell, as a mini sales page. Number five, we have pinned posts. So now, I don't know if you're aware, but Instagram now allows you to also do three pin posts. In the, like, uh, posts are pretty much the, the square post feed. And then you also have the reels feed, right? And then now Instagram allows you to pin three reels as well. So you can have three posts and then you can have three separate reels. For example, someone that's, let's say posting a combination of photos, carousels, and reels, they can pin three different reels from the three different posts on the regular feed, which is pretty cool in my opinion, because you can have on the feed, in my opinion, it's the first thing that you need to build either authority or credibility with your audience with a few things. One, either testimonials, two, either results, so any kind of awards, things like that, 
And three, the most engaged posts that you have on your account. So you can pick either one or two, or maybe features in press or other podcasts, or you can use a combination of all of them. And you just play and see which one is the best. And at the same time with the Instagram feed, Reels feed plays a huge role, especially if you're trying to separate these two feeds. Let's say you have uh, on the re- on the regular feed, you have a lot of photos and carousels. There are maybe, let's say you are an investor and you also invest in businesses versus in real estate, right? So these two might be two different audiences. So you can have the reels focused on investing in real estate. You can have the photos investing in uh, businesses, right? This was just a random example. But the pin post is the best used for testimonials or results that you acquired within your industry or niche. Number six, we got Instagram Live, which, you know, you go live and you interact with the people that already follow you. Again, live video, especially on Instagram, it's not for attracting new people, it's for building a stronger connection with the people that already follow you. Number seven, we have Instagram Shops. This is mainly for e-commerce, but if you use a Shopify account, you can also sell eBooks and courses. I don't typically recommend having your prices up front and just tagging your own products in, in the post so people see all the prices, unless you mainly sell eBooks. So for eBooks, you know, anything from three to like 20 bucks, you can easily just leave them in a Shopify account and then you can do an Instagram integration, Instagram Shopify integration, and then you can actually tag the products that you're selling on Shopify on your Instagram feed. Number eight, we got Instagram DM. And in my opinion, this is the best way to sell your service or coaching. And the main reason for that is the fact that people are used to use Instagram DM for this purpose. They are used to being reached out to in the DMs. So it's not something weird, it doesn't feel awkward. It's actually very, very good to use Instagram DM for selling and pitching some of these uh, products. Now, of course, in my opinion, you should not just straight up sell in the DM, you should vet the person and then invite them to book a call. Of course, it all depends what type of uh, price points we're talking about when it comes to your products and services. And then number nine, we have Instagram ads, which in my opinion, it's the gasoline on the fire. So once you have a couple of videos, a couple, a couple of carousels that are really great, and you know you got some awesome engagement on them, and you also build some credibility, the fact that your account, in my opinion, you should, not that you should start using ads, but you could technically start using um, Instagram ads as soon as you need customers, as long as you have at least nine posts on the account. And those nine posts, as long as they're very, very focused on the goal that you're trying to do when uh, when you're trying to run ads. So for example, if you're trying to get customers for let's say some type of fitness coaching package. Out of the nine posts, maybe three of them should be actual workouts, but the other six should be actual information-based 
an education-based type of content where you either it's your face on camera and you talk about do this to lose belly fat, do this to build muscle, do this to achieve X, Y, and Z, whatever the outcome is that you're trying to help people with. So it's very important to keep that in mind before you start running ads. Don't Because again, you can literally start an account today, have zero followers, optimize your account with um, profile photo, IG bio name, maybe a website link in the in the bio or just have the call to action DM me and then have one random post and you can technically start running ads. Instagram will allow you to run ads. But in my opinion, you should have at least nine posts. So take a few hours and kind of look a little bit at, at a few of your competitors, a few people that are within your niche and try doing that because even though you know, the, the purpose of running ads is just getting more eyeballs on the content that you're trying to promote. So if you don't post anything before, you don't even know what works. You don't even know what your audience is responding to. So that's why, in my opinion, because I also talk about this in a future episode uh, that it's already recorded, one of the main questions that, I, uh, that I've been getting lately is what's better? Is it focusing on organic content or focusing on running ads to promote my content? And my answer is always, you should do both because one is gonna feed the other one. The organic side of the content, it's obviously going to give you the best idea to what content should be promoted, what content should be running ads with in order to get the result that you're trying to to get. So don't just think of, oh, I'm gonna just turn on a campaign and I'm gonna get a lot of exposure. Yes, but what do you do with that? Because if you don't know what, and then of course you can test different types of creatives, different types of videos, different types of reels to promote and push. But in my opinion, you should have a few posts before you start uh, promoting because it also looks more natural. The purpose of the ads is to not actually look like an ad. The purpose of the ads should be to look like an organic post, which is just pushed by Instagram. And it, it, it just happened to have that sponsored ad in the corner, I think it's the left corner or so. Or if it's the story, of course, it's Instagram story ads. So keep that in mind. Again, to just recap this, we have the nine ways that you can use Instagram's best ways to sell your service. Number one, we have the Instagram feed. Number two, we have Instagram stories. Number three, we got Instagram story stickers. Number four, we have Instagram bio. Number five, we have pin post. Number six, we got uh, Instagram live. Number seven, Instagram shops. Eight, Instagram DMs. And nine, Instagram ads. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And actually, let me know if you go to my Instagram and you shoot me a DM, uh, feel free to screenshot this and send the DM so I know which episode you're coming from and then ask any questions regarding this process. And I promise to either bring you in on Instagram Live and then we can actually do a podcast and you can be featured here on the show. I'm actually debating between doing um, a few of these Instagram Lives Q&As and then turn them into actual Instagram podcast episodes. But as always, I like to leave you with two insights and actually two tasks to do. 
one right of right at the end of this episode go to your ig and do a little bit of research and see what's the post that got the most amount of views what's the post that got the most amount of saves and you can do that by clicking in the post insights it's right on the bottom corner on your phone as you click into one of the posts you just click on insights and then it will give you the amount of likes comments things like that so you want to track how many view what's the post with the most amount of views what's the post with the most amount of comments what's the post with the most amount of saves and you will want to test so I every time when I try this the post with the most amount of saves performed the best when I ran it as an ad because if the post is so important and so educational and so informational people will save it so they can go back to it because they're afraid they're gonna forget about it so that's why they save it so they can go back and look at it so it's very important to keep that in mind because if somebody's saving a post of yours that means they want to go back and rewatch it reread it whatever if it's a carousel or something like that and then so that's the short-term task the long-term task i actually challenge you to implement all of these nine steps that i shared with you and i'll make sure to link the carousel in the description below so you can go and see it right on my instagram page and that way you'll understand exactly what's the best way for you to implement these nine simple steps all right thanks a lot for listening guys don't forget go to thebrandupshow.com if you want to um subscribe and also to help the show by if you're on apple podcast just go on the top right corner and hit that plus button to kind of follow quote unquote subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and review that's the best and fastest and easiest way to support the show thanks a lot for listening guys and i'll catch you in the next one brand up all right guys thanks for tuning in to this episode of the brand up podcast i hope you found this episode helpful and hopefully you'll implement it because knowledge without action means nothing as we all know right now if you're inspired to build an unstoppable brand that conquers sales and implement a predictable client acquisition system my brand up accelerator program is here to help you do just that so what we do inside the accelerator it's a nine-step process so first step is of course we have to do an assessment and understand exactly where your brand is at do you need help with implemented within your business or you need help with separating your personal brand from your business i think that's really important step number two is we do a little bit of goal setting because we have to understand where where we are but then we need to know where we're going to go step three is we do a brand development strategy Number four is the client acquisition plan itself because we need to know how we're going to acquire customers, what is the offer looking like, things like that. Step number five is the content creation and also the platforms that you need to focus. Some people need to focus just on one, some people need to focus on multiple, depending how big the team is, depending you know how many resources they have. Number six is collaborations and possible podcast connections. Number seven is the sales process. Number eight is paid ads because up until 0.7, we pretty much build the fire and the paid ads, in my opinion, is literally the gasoline that you put on top of it. And number nine, we implement and refine because we need to understand what works and do more of that. So if you're ready to take your personal brand and business to the new heights, head over to brandupaccelerator.com to learn more and apply now. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Brand up.